0: All right, and good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Kanika Daily Baseball Podcast. I am your host, Kenny, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely wife, my beautiful co host, Nika. Thank you,
1: and good morning to all the baseball fans out there.
0: Yes, good morning, once again, baseball fans. Uh, we had a full slate of action last night. Nika and I have a great show prepared for you today. We're going to be talking about Otani's latest milestone in his start last night, and Mookie Betts had a little odd trip to Milwaukee that we're going to be dissecting in a little segment we're going to be calling Wacky Wednesdays for now. Cool. Um, and I think the Padres may also be making an appearance in that segment later on. Uh, but before we get to anything on this episode, we got to get to our main man, Max. Max Sugarcane is here with another retro rundown where he's going to recap all of yesterday's action for everybody. So without further ado, take it away, Max.
1: Take it away.
0: Okay, and good morning once again, my dear listeners, legendary baseball boys, Max Sugarcane here, bringing you all of yesterday's diamond cutters in another edition of the Retro Rundown. Shohei Ohtani proves he's human after all, losing his first game of the season on the mound to the Astros 3-1. Martin Maldonado got to Ohtani in the fifth, blasting a two-run homer for Houston. Ohtani did make history in his loss, passing Babe Ruth to become the all-time strikeout leader for two-way players in the majors. With superstar Aaron Judge back on the field, the Yankees beat the A's at home 10-5. Glaber Torres and Jake Bowers each homered and drove in three for the Bronx Bombers. Judge went hitless in his return, but did manage to knock in two RBIs. A's second baseman Jordan Diaz had himself a game too. He hit three homers and drove in four of Oakland's five runs. The Orioles hang on to beat the first place Rays at home 4-2. It was the young catching sensation Adley Rushman with a big two-run homer in the third for the Orangebirds. Felix Bautista locked it down for his eighth save on the season. Philadelphia won their second straight over Toronto, this one 8-4. to Nick Castellanos hit a big two-run homer to get the fighting Phils on the board early and the youngster brandon marsh hit a big two-run insurance double in the eighth it was the reds over the mets seven to six in cincy with starter max scherzer a late scratch new york was at one point down seven to one before coming back thanks to home runs from francisco lindor and the polar bear pete alonzo his 12th mets fall to two games below 500 on the season the braves handled the red sox at home for the second straight night nine to three it was catcher sean murphy with the big bat for atlanta hammering out three hits and four rbi's for the braves charlie morton picked up the pitching staff with six strong innings giving up two and striking out seven the mariners bounced back and skunked the rangers at home five to zip it was the youngster george kirby on the hill for seattle going seven innings and striking out nine without yielding a run ty france provided the ems with all the offense they needed an RBI single in the third, but that didn't stop Tom Murphy from providing a big two-run insurance blast anyways. The Marlins bested the Diamondbacks in the desert, 6-2. to two. Big Jorge Soler went deep twice for the fish, knocking in five RBIs in the process. The Dodgers also beat the Brewers in Milwaukee, 6-2. Mookie Betts, Will Smith, and rookie Miguel Vargas all went deep for LA, who have now won eight of their last 10 ballgames. The Padres bested the Twinkies in the Twin Cities, 6-1. Friars starter Michael Waka 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 dealt six innings, giving up the lone run. Manny Machado sealed the victory with a towering tree-run homer in the ninth. The Redbirds took down the Cubs at Wrigley for the second straight night, and for the first time all season, have won three games in a row. Paul DeYoung hit the go-ahead homer for St. Louis in the ninth, and Andrew Neisner, I think that's how you say it, doubled in another insurance run for the Cardinals on their way to the win. The Rockies absolutely crushed the Pirates in Pittsburgh, 10-1. jerks and Profar went deep twice for Colorado, driving in three runs in the process. Rockies starter, Kana Seabold, went five innings, giving up one run on three hits and netting his first career win in the big leagues. Congratulations, Kana. The Guardians shut out the Tigers at home, 2-0. Jose Ramirez hit a sack fly in the first and ahmed rosario tripled in will brennan for an insurance run in the eighth the chai Sox beat the royals in kc 4-2 lucas giolito pitched six innings for chicago giving up two runs and striking out nine it was the young slugger andrew vaughn with the big two-run home run in the sixth to put the white Sox up for good and the giants topped the nationals in san fran 4-1 logan webb went seven strong innings giving up only one run while striking out seven Outfielder Mitch Hanniger doubled in two runs in the bottom of the first, which proved to be the game winner. All right, that's all the happenings from inside the chalk lines from yesterday. We'll be right back here again tomorrow with another edition of the Retro Rundown right here on the Kanika Daily Baseball Podcast. This is Max Sugarcane here, sending it back to Kenny and Nika in the studio.
1: Thank you, Max. Great job. Awesome, as always.
0: Yeah, that was a action-packed update, as always, from our legendary baseball voice, Max. We like to call him Sugar, and so does he, Kane.
1: But I think that was his nickname for a while.
0: Before, he, uh, before we dug him up. Yeah. We love having that voice from yesteryear, and that's one of the great things about baseball is it's such a timeless game. You can... You can just slap any kind of uh, a style on it and it will work. Well, we got Max. We like Max. Um, all right, Nika. Well, what are we looking at here today? You want to get into this Otani business? Otani
1: business. Otani didn't perform too well yesterday, but he still made history.
0: Here's the deal with Otani. Otani uh, is in a little bit of a pitching slump right now.
1: I mean, what you want? The man pitches and hits.
0: Well, I mean, it's the majors. You gotta, you gotta do both really well if you want to do both. You can't just he be will. average.
1: Everybody goes through little ups and downs. It's up and down sport. <laughs> I don't know if you can even call I mean, that.
0: It's it's kind of funny, you know. Like we're looking at, we're talking about him like he's struggling, right? You know, yeah. like And 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 a lot of the press is kind of that he's oh, for example, like this is the third start in a row that Otani has given up three earned runs. And that's the first time that that's happened to him in his whole career.
1: In the whole career.
0: In his whole career. Oh wow! So okay. he's never had uh, three starts. I guess you could say that are have been this bad in a row.
1: Well, there's um, a lot of pressure on him. I know. I'm not saying he folds into a yeah, like a yeah, you know I, lawn I, chair.
0: I, all I kind of want to say here is like the man pitched seven innings last night. It's not like he came out in the fourth or something. He gave up three runs and seven innings pitched. If that's any other starter in the majors, I feel like we're we're talking about like, oh, he had a quality start. Yeah. But because it's Otani and we've placed such a premium on him, like, we're, it's, it's like we expect it's, it's it. low below the standard, I guess. And
1: yeah, I think we go into expecting that Otani is gonna be this amazing pitcher hitter. And when he has a bad day, he just doesn't do it. And then we like all, everybody freaks out. Mm. Oh my God, what happened here? He had 103 pitches yesterday. That's a lot.
0: I just feel like, was he really that bad? You know what I mean? Or is this all overblown? Big deal. Now, the other thing that's kind of becoming a little bit of a troubling pattern for him is just this big inning. It's no coincidence that I think he's also had three straight starts in a row where he's given up a bad inning, where he's given up multiple runs in an inning. That doesn't happen traditionally for him either. So, and he realizes it, you know, he made a quote after the game about it, like that he he knows. He knows that he's got to clean it up a little bit, I guess is maybe what you would call it.
1: He made a one-bed pitch yesterday, according to his teammates.
0: Well, his teammates are going to say that, but, you know, when you look at the reality of it, you know, he gave up three straight singles in the fifth. He did have a bad inning, but he finished on a high note. You know, like... So he knows how to get these hitters out. He knows what to do, um, and he he had an awesome milestone last night where he is now passing Babe Ruth when it comes to two way players. He has the most strikeouts of all time, and he has such a long road ahead of him in his career to go. And he's already done this.
1: That's a big accomplishment. It's
0: a huge accomplishment. You know, he's going to be he will he's going to go him. down as one of the greats.
1: We put a lot of premium on Otani because he's such a unique player. <clears throat>
0: We we, we put it on all of our favorite players to always perform all the time because, you know, oh, I only get to watch him bat four times a game or I only get to watch him pitch, you know, once or twice a week throughout the whole season. And
1: And every time you see him, you want him to do well because you expect that. But yet he's a human. He is just like everybody else has bad or good days.
0: No doubt. So I think he's got to this in the rear view and just, you know, Continue to go out there and play to help the Angels. You know we we've talked a lot about Otani and his future on this show. Um, I think it's worth pointing out if the playoffs started today, the Angels are on the outside of that conversation, and that's going to continue to be the story all year long. Now they're a game out there of the wild cards, so it's not like they're they have a huge mountain to climb if they want to be a playoff team right now. However, there's a lot of competition out there. And there are a lot of good teams in the AL East, especially, you know, all the wildcard teams right now are actually occupied by teams in the AL East, Baltimore, Toronto, and Boston. And another interesting thing about the AL while we're on the subject is that the Yankees, the Astros, the Mariners, and the Guardians are all on the outside looking in right now, which I believe those are the four final playoff teams from last year. So, that is interesting in of itself that you have that situation where all the teams that made it last year are on the outside looking in.
1: Well, they have a long way to go, but it is interesting. You know, nobody predicted Pirates to do well, and yet they are still sitting as leaders. Uh,
0: they're a mystery right now. Like It seems like they are dealing with success.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they don't know how to deal with a success. It's exactly. been so long...
0: They are learning how to deal with being successful. I think it's been, it's been a while.
1: It's been a while and it's something you have to embrace. Sometimes you always been on the losing end of things. So you expect like, eh, nobody's going to talk about us. Now people did talk about us. We were the talk of town and now we don't know how to behave to keep it up. I, I, I wouldn't cross about it.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's way too early to cross really anybody out, yeah. including the dirty birds, you know?
1: They're not dirty, they're <laughs> red.
0: I know. But- <laughs> That's an old uh, Cubs adage, I guess, to call them that, because they always sneak into the playoffs somehow. Watch him. They're going to make it. Um, uh, Sorry, I want to shift the attention back to Otani here and just point out a couple other things. He is right now leading the entire American League in strikeouts. Um, he, He's been a monster at the plate, you know? He's just been an absolute beast. He continues to rake up doubles like no one else.
1: What'd you call him? A double machine?
0: I called him the doubles machine. It seems like every time I look up, Otani's got an RBI double. If you just look at his last few games, because um, he's one of the few guys that you have to look at batting and pitching. Over his last seven games, he doesn't have any homers, but he still has eight hits, four RBIs, four walks. He's still batting almost 300. He's getting on base, almost 400% clip. So... The power has not been exactly there, but he still is hitting a lot of doubles, um, and you know he still is the front runner to win the MVP right now in the AL, so he's gonna be fine. Uh, I just wanted to kind of bring this up and and just keep an eye on it. It's a little minor bump in the road.
1: Knowing how Atani perceives baseball, he will turn it around because man lives and breeds baseball.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: So this is this is a minor hiccup. He'll be fine by the next startup.
0: Yeah. I, like I said, I think it's apparent from his quote from the game like, it's been the long ball that's hurt me in that one inning, the last three starts. I feel like walking that leadoff hitter kind of leads to the bigger innings. It's something I want to be careful about going forward. I mean, this is stuff that's going to hurt any pitcher in the big leagues if you walk the leadoff hitter. It's. You know, I listened to a lot of Steve Stone growing up in Chicago and it's something he used to always preach. You know, 99 times out of 100, it seems like if you walk the leadoff hitter, they're going to score. In the first inning? It, it, well, just in any inning. Oh, like okay. a, it, if you walk the first batter of the inning, it's like a bad omen for the inning, you know. Mm. it's
1: Okay, it makes sense. If a
0: guy gets a hit, you know, like, okay, fine, he beat me. But it's when, the, when you, walk. you give him the free pass right away and no one's gotten a hit yet and you're already pitching in trouble a little bit
1: so. yeah you're starting from behind when you walk you know?
0: yeah these things aren't immune to just Otani they're no. there are things that would plague any pitcher
1: yeah it's this isn't just Otani issue
0: not at all but uh like I said he he still leads the American League in strikeouts he has 66 strikeouts and 46 innings so he's he's striking out more than one guy per inning uh and yeah that's pretty it's pretty spectacular Sure. Uh, Anyways, so I think that's all we got for Otani today. Uh, We'll see him back out on the mound soon, and I'm sure we'll be talking about some miraculous achievement that he achieved. Most likely. Um, I want to move on to something that we are going to call Wacky Wednesdays. And uh, Nika, what do you got for Wacky Wednesday this week?
1: Haunted House in Milwaukee. What? What? Yeah, haunted House in Milwaukee. That's the place where the dodgers team is staying when they are playing the brewers the hotel is called the feister in milwaukee it's a haunted house that was built in 1893 so it's an old building and it's haunted
0: that's hilarious and so wait so the dodgers are staying here right now not here
1: in milwaukee
0: no, they're, yeah, they're staying at this hotel in Milwaukee right now yes. for their series against the Brewers. They're yes. probably leaving there this afternoon, actually. Yes. Because I'm sure they play an early game today. I would imagine. So it says the, the hotel is 130 years old, the Feister Hotel in Milwaukee. That's P-F-I-S-T-E-R.
1: It's a German uh, name.
0: German name. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's an old hotel, and it's apparently haunted.
1: Yes, that's <laughs> according to a lot of stories. And because it's haunted... Mookie Betts said, uh-uh, I stay staying in that hotel.
0: <laughs> Mookie I'm... Betts says no.
1: Mookie Betts says no, and he rented an Airbnb to stay at. Whether he believes in ghosts or not, it doesn't matter. He said he doesn't, but he well, doesn't want is, to find uh,
0: out. This is the tweet from Bill Plunkett. He is, I believe, one of the Dodgers beat reporters. He follows the team around. Okay. Um, It says, the Dodgers are staying at the legendary haunted Feister Hotel in Milwaukee, but not Mookie Betts. <laughs> He rented an Airbnb for some friends and is staying there just in case the stories about ghosts are true. Uh, He said he doesn't really believe in ghosts, but doesn't want to find out he's wrong.
1: Yep. (laughs) I'm with him on that one. According Uh, to the article I read, there were a lot of famous baseball players staying in that hotel. And they did, in previous years, did hear noises coming out of the hallways. radios turning on uh you know all the paranormal stuff so the baseball players started sleeping with their bats
0: (laughs) wait so i i've got some of these stories here in this article that i'm reading and by the way uh this is from the sportingnews.com i'm sorry just sportingnews.com and it's written by dan Treacy. it looks like two hours ago so this was published this morning it's kind of funny but um there are other stories about this hotel from around different publications over the years. Okay. Former Rangers infielder Michael Young, if anybody remembers him, he told ESPN magazine that he believes he encountered something in his room at the Feister Hotel. This is a direct quote from the article. It says, I was lying in bed after a night game and I was out. My room was locked, but I heard these footsteps inside my room stomping around. <laughs> He explained that he then shouted towards the supposed ghost that he could stay, but didn't want to be woken up again. Young said he didn't hear another noise for the rest of the night.
1: Well, at least the ghost respected his you know sleep time.
0: So uh, you know, creepy ghosts, but respectful ghosts. That's nice. That's Um, good. Bryce Harper has a story. Oh wow! Bryce Harper once said he woke up to a rearranged room, which he first believed was a prank by a teammate. Clothes were on the floor, and the table was on the opposite side of the room, against the wall.
1: That's freaking creepy.
0: Um, and then former Brewers outfielder Carlos Gomez says no one wants to stay there. Everything's scary. Everything in the hotel, the paintings and the pictures, it's a lot of old crazy stuff. No good, man. No good. <laughs> and lastly, we have Pirates first baseman Jimon Choi, the South Korean. He feels comfortable surrounded by ghosts (laughs) okay then so he he welcomes uh i guess staying at the feister hotel oh um and so i i want to talk about the other side of this story though before we move on okay because the hotel in itself is fascinating and it's funny that all these major leaguers have had these fun stories there so i want to hear from people in the milwaukee area if you I want to hear more of the ghost stories from this hotel. So if you know any, please send them to us. We'll, we'll let you know how to contact us. Um, but I also want to know which Airbnb Mookie Betts is staying in. Like like who got a, a a request on their phone randomly on Monday morning or whatever, whenever the Dodgers got to Milwaukee and like Mookie Betts would like to stay at your Airbnb.
1: <laughs> I think it was one of his friends that booked it for themselves. He just stayed there.
0: Oh, I, I still want to imagine, though, in my imaginary fantasy world that Mookie Betts, like, actually was on his phone on the plane, like, freaking out. that I ain't staying in a no, you know, haunted hotel. Last
1: minute, Airbnb beer booking. <laughs> yeah, I think he said that he has some friends in the area, so maybe uh, they had the booking done for him. I would imagine he would probably use alias and stuff, you know. Who wants paparazzi?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, no, that's got to have its own set of... problems of its own i guess it's like how do you keep it private i'm sure people are trying to follow him home from the game or like figure out which yeah. airbnb he's staying Truman at too, because yeah. it's a great story you know it, it would be a fun story to interview th- how this happened with like the owners of it but at the same time th- they might want to remain anonymous they might never yeah. want people to know that they have an airbnb i
1: i wouldn't want people to know who was in my airbnb that's none of anybody's business
0: oh but man well that's funny that's um, a good
1: story though Definitely
0: a good story. All right, and uh, one little last nugget before we leave our listeners for the day. Uh, There's a piñata mystery going on right now.
1: Oh, piñata at the Padres, yes. We don't know who it was the player of the last nine games when the Padres won against the Twinkies because they do have a tradition of hitting a piñata by the player of the game As a celebration, (laughs) they brought piñatas with them. They brought four or five piñatas that they got in Mexico. (laughs) And the tradition started to the player of the game hits the piñata and appoints the next player. So we want to know who Tatis named the player of the game last night because he was the last player hitting the piñata.
0: It's a mystery right now.
1: It is a mystery. It started with uh, Nelson Cruz and it ends with the Tatis so far, but I want to know who is the next player from the last night game.
0: Yeah, we. we, I was looking all over Twitter this morning and I can't find it. Like I was searching for Padres pinata, and and nothing came up except for the fact that there is like a concerned contingency of fans that want to know who got to break open the pinata last night.
1: Yeah. Who was the player of the game? My money is <laughs> on Manny Machado.
0: Someone someone named Amy, cutie gone wild on Twitter. She said, going to sleep. Hope y'all enjoyed the secret pinata party. <laughs> you know, uh, fans want to know. I want to know. Where is the pinata party Padres from Tina Deloisier? marciela garcia did i miss the pinata party padres so padres where's the pinata party man again the fans want to know as a wise person once said honor demands it
1: what movie was this in
0: i think it was in game of thrones right
1: honor demands it yeah i think so
0: i i I tried to pull that one out of my early morning behind and i kind of squandered it i'm usually pretty good on my movie quotes but uh It's not what I want. It's what honor demands. Something like that. (laughs) But anyways, Padres, let's make our fans happy here and and give them the pinata party when we win, especially big games on the road. It's nice to see Manny and Juan Soto hitting the baseball. Um, Juan Soto 4-4 for last night, getting that batting average back into the 240s. Wow, I never thought we'd see it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that was great for one, and Manny had a three-run home run too.
0: I just want these guys to have normal batting averages because if they do, the Padres are going to win a lot of games. Yeah. So okay, yeah, not hiding our Friar bias right there at all. <laughs> um, we're gonna get out of here, I think, for this show. But before we leave, I wanted to make a little announcement. You can now email the Kanika Daily Baseball Podcast at Kanika Daily. That's K E N I k-k-a daily d-a-i-l-y at gmail.com and you can tell us how much we suck or how great of a job we're doing whatever you want if you have any questions comments concerns anything you want to see on the show any suggestions Suggestions, we're open
1: yeah suggestions will be great especially hidden gems that people find little stories that should be exposed
0: This is the official start of our fourth week doing the podcast. This is our, I believe I looked yesterday, and it's our 22nd episode. So that's officially like seven times three in the books. So this would be the start of week four. And uh, I do believe the show is starting to take on some shape every day a little bit, and we're getting a lot more comfortable doing it um, and figuring out how to manage the time with the rest of our lives, but... Having a great time doing it as well, and have really enjoyed certain additions like Max Kane on the show, and uh, we want to do more of that stuff and produce it up even more. We're going to work on it. We're going to work hard, um, and and make sure that now that you're listening, that you want to keep listening.
1: Absolutely, and we do enjoy our morning talks with you guys. So send us a review,
0: and please, if you uh, listen to us on Apple or if you listen to us on. Uh, Spotify I think uh, Amazon we're available now we're getting seated out there and we are available and uh, we're going to be putting ourselves out there even more uh, over the next few months thanks for sticking with us this is Kenny signing off
1: and Nika have a great wonderful day today
0: absolutely adios
1: bye